0: Welcome back to your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. When was the last time something you did went viral? For me, it was never until a short while ago when my niece Gracie shot, edited, and posted a video of me on TikTok. She reached out to me the next day to let me know it had over 2,000 views. I was impressed by that number, having no idea just how many viewers this little video would generate. Listen in as I share the story of my so-called fame with my buddy Nick, and we explore what it means to be a TikTok celebrity. Enjoy. I went viral last week. What? Did you know that? No. Did you see any of the news? No. It's pretty significant. I had, uh, I had something that I did that got over 330,000 views on TikTok. and over Wait, you're on TikTok? Over 100,000 likes. I am now. It wasn't originally. Was okay. this one of your uh,
1: nieces' nephews? Yes, I yeah. was.
0: I went to the Strong Museum of Play, okay, yeah. in Rochester, which is honestly maybe my favorite museum in the world right now because it was so fun and so cool. And as you know, I'm a child, so I love play things, and I will engage and play if given the opportunity. So I went into this place, which is it's not just geared for kids; it's geared for adults too. It has the Toy Hall of Fame where I reintroduced myself to probably a hundred different toys I had as a kid that I loved, that I haven't seen since I was a kid. So it was a super nostalgic, beautiful experience. But it had all these activities that you could do. Like There was this wall that went up three stories, and it was a a projection wall. You could see yourself in this wall. And if you clap your hands over your head, a bubble forms over your head with your face in it. Whatever your facial expression was when you clapped, that's what's in the bubble. So you can imagine I'm wanting to put many different faces into this little thing and I'm commenting on it. What I wasn't realizing was that my niece, Grace Ann, is recording all of this and she's rather popular on TikTok and she compiled my greatest hits from this this museum into a 60 second film and posted it on TikTok. And the last I checked, and I'm sure it's higher than that now, it was 330,000 views and 100,000 likes, and like 2,000 comments from people saying everything from, oh, the, I'm that guy. I'm exactly that guy. Yeah. To, I wish my uncle was like that. To, I love this guy. You know, it was just this lovely thing. And yet at the same time, it was surreal. Because it wasn't like I was going to jump in and and create more content to try to ride this wave. But to have that many people that I don't know commenting on something that I did was heady and strange. So uh, do
1: you, I've got so many questions. Yeah.
0: Do you want to make a TikTok and do this stuff all the time? Uh, You know something? I love the idea that I could touch that many people, but maybe with something meaningful, something more useful. I don't know. You know, so I I got onto TikTok just so I could watch it. Just so I could watch the numbers grow. Which sounds really egotistical, but this was a realm where I was traveling at the time. I was relatively unmoored and then to have all these strangers just recognizing the silly thing that I did. It was a it was a lot of silly things mm. I did. I mean, literally it took took me from doing Blue Man Group music on tubes to doing a little dance and playing the marimbas around this vertical marimba to um, being in a little virtual Wegmans grocery store as a checkout clerk and in the end quitting because everything was too confusing, to being in a, um, a dizzy house. This really confused me, this dizzy house, because you think you know how it's going to go. It looks oh, like it's, it's all th- optical illusions, yeah. like the you're floor, walking towards the, the corner. Floor, it looks, yeah, it looks yeah. just like it. it's tilted this way, but it's tilted the opposite way, and my eyes and my brain did not connect. I look like a drunk person walking through the space. So anyways, I went viral. Um, I've experienced that now. I don't need to do that again. Uh, but, but it was interesting to experience it. Also, to give my, my niece Gracie a little bit of that attention. that Because it was all coming through her. She created it. Oh, by the way, I should have said that it was positioned as what happens when you take your uncle to a children's museum. Oh, yeah. And then it's, you know, this dude being silly and crazy in this environment but with all her little comments as I went along. You know, so it was it was fun. I I did enjoy the experience was surprised by the attention.
1: Well, this was I was curious about this. I was thinking about this on the way over, because when you're captured on film, as opposed to doing something on stage and whether that's improv or theater, um, you know, you can always when you're doing it on stage. At the end of it, it's over. You could do it a little bit different next time. You could do something completely different. Improv, same thing. Oh, yeah. Like you're not sitting there regretting going, oh, I should have done this instead of this. You're just on to the next thing because you'll never really do that exact same thing again. So, having somebody film you, first of all, were you conscious of her filming you and did you know what she was doing? And then, secondly, what did you think? Like, if you were uh, conscious of it, would you have done things differently?
0: I was mildly conscious of it, but she was really good about staying out of my view when she was recording what I'm doing. And if you see the angles that it's shot at, you can see, and the other thing that I love about this is for every clip in there, all you really hear other than my voice and whatever I'm doing is her laughing. Yeah, She's just cracking up at everything that I'm doing. So part of it is, I'm sure I'm in the blur zone when I've got an audience that's laughing at me. So I'm just now... I know they're laughing, so I'm going to make them laugh more because that's something I love to do. Um, I was really surprised at the sheer volume of things that she captured. And I wouldn't do anything differently because this stuff was genuinely spontaneous. She captured me seeing this thing going, oh, this is fun, and then going playing with it, and then I'm done with it. And to tell you the truth, I like what came out of it because I like that guy that I was watching. I was like... He's just having fun with this stuff. And I had young parents, parents of very young kids that are like, I have never seen anybody enjoy this stuff as much as you're enjoying this stuff. You could teach these kids how to use this stuff. (laughs) I was going to say, maybe this should be your thing where you go from museum to museum
1: and your niece can film it. And it's just Bob at museums.
0: That's, I, I thought, to tell you the truth, that it's actually a pretty good ad for the museum itself. Oh yeah, because it is just sheer fun and silliness, and and there was so much of it. And oh man, there were such creepy dolls all over the place. To all the old retro dolls, oh, it was it was a magical place. I, I, I loved it. And there was a b- butterfly garden where you go oh, in, cool. and a giant. It was it was in the shape of a butterfly attached to the building, and they had. Hundreds and hundreds of chrysalis and pupae and cocoons. Why don't we have this here? Uh, honestly? I, I was, mean, I guess that's what the theme parks are. Well, I was recording some of the things that they do for my client, the Science Center, because it's a simple little thing. Like, they have these incredible dollhouses. And I love miniatures. I just, I get lost in them. I think they're fun and cool. So they have these incredible dollhouses. But in front of the dollhouse, there's a little screen, and it says, I spy find the ship so now you're not just looking at a dollhouse you're looking for a little ship inside one of the dollhouses really and the kids are completely engaged by these simple little exercises yeah. attached to the fun exhibit so adults can just stare at the shit and the kids are engaged in trying to find stuff and it's like everyone gets a piece i think of it. it's sometimes
1: the opposite where the adults are looking for the ship yeah. and the kids are like oh yeah <laughs> can i just have my phone back <laughs> my gosh
0: there was some of that
1: too. weird uncle is doing a bunch of stuff on TikTok, and I want to watch that and like and comment.
0: Weird uncle, that could be my new show. I weird like uncle, it. I have you know, I got I had other nieces from all over the country, not all over, mainly New England, reaching out to me, congratulating <laughs> me on my TikTok fame, which was hilarious. I'm like, you saw that? Oh yeah, because they're friends with Gracie because yeah. she's their cousin, uh, but it, it was fun to see that as well. So hey, I reconnected with a lot of my family over this trip that I went, and it was really it was a good fun trip overall. That's fun,
1: and mostly through TikTok.
0: Thank you TikTok. Thank you TikTok.
1: Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. The final tally for the "What happens when you take your uncle to a kids museum?" TikTok, it got four hundred thirty-eight thousand views, one hundred thirty-six thousand likes, and eight hundred comments. And that's not even really the final tally. This piece of inspiration from Bob and his niece will exist out there forever. And I feel pretty good knowing he'll continue to inspire people to have fun, especially at museums, whether they're kids' museums or not, and make noise at the library. Well, don't do that. Have a great day.